Good afternoon, Metro Augusta. This is Janice Allen Jackson welcoming you to the January 12th edition of Local Matters, a show designed to make you a more confident voter and a more engaged citizen. Our show is brought to you by my consulting firm, and that is Janice Allen Jackson and Associates. You can find any and all episodes of Local Matters at the Local Matters tab on my website. And that web address is janiceallenjackson.weebly.com. Or you can just Google Janice Allen Jackson and Associates. The website will come up and then you go to the Local Matters tab. The best way to support Local Matters, of course, is to tell all of your friends, family, neighbors, colleagues, all about the show and the great information that we provide here. Uh, we want to always expand our Local Matters family and we thank you for being a part of it. Before I get started with today's show, I must congratulate those Georgia Bulldogs. I am not a big fan of college sports. I always say, hey, well, I'll watch them when they get to the pros, but I did watch the game on Monday night, and I must say that it is great to see a team from Georgia win that national championship. Also, before we get started with today's show, I want to share with you some information about a program that I have featured before, and that program is entitled Grow with Google. A few weeks ago, we had a guest on to talk about this program. Uh, there will be a seminar offered monthly. Uh, the upcoming seminar for January will be on Thursday, January 27th from 7 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. Uh, you can register online at growwithgoogle/livetraining. I believe it is. And this particular seminar is entitled Power Up Your Job Search with Google tools. Discover new job opportunities using Google search and learn how to organize and enhance your job search experience using Google workspace tools. So please, if you need to uh, search for a job and you want to get organized with that and you want to find the best opportunities for someone with your background, please register for this Grow with Google workshop. Again, go to grow with Google slash live training. And this workshop is brought to you by the Augusta alumni chapter of Delta Sigma Theta. Sorority Incorporated. Also, I uh, want to sort of introduce today's show. Uh, we've had conversations about various types of nonprofit organizations that provide public service. And today we're going to get into the 501c4 organizations. Uh, one of the key differences between a 501c3 and a c4 is that if you make donations to a c3, those are tax deductible. But if you make donations to a c4, uh, they're not tax deductible. So today we'll have a representative from the Augusta branch of the NAACP, the National Association for the Advancement of Colored People. Uh, their president, uh, Reverend Melvin Ivey, is going to come talk to us about some of the ways that they contribute to the Augusta community and how you can become a part of those activities. 
today on Local Matters, we continue our tradition of having special guests. Uh, of course, I think all of my guests are special. And today uh, we have Reverend Melvin Ivey. He has since 2019 been president of the Augusta branch of the NAACP. He's also been active with a number of other community-based organizations. And he is with us here today to talk about a different kind of nonprofit organization. How are you doing today, Reverend Ivy? Doing well. How about yourself? I am hanging in here, hanging in here with 2022. Um, I, I am uh, particularly interested in giving our listeners a flavor for um, 501c4 organization. We have talked about 501c3s. We've talked about uh, sororities and some of the activities and public service that they provide over the last couple of shows. And today I want to focus on a different type of nonprofit, which the NAACP is one. Uh, but before we get started on that, I want you to sort of let us know a little bit about your background. Can you tell people some things about Reverend Melvin Ivey? Well, sure. Uh, I was born and raised in Warrington, Georgia, Warren County. Uh, after graduating from high school, went to the United States Navy, couldn't swim a lick, but I was ready to go. I had the opportunity to go halfway around the world to uh, see some things that would not have normally had an opportunity to see. After serving in the Navy, wound up in Augusta, Georgia. And from that point, I connected with the United States Postal Service, uh, served there for approximately 32 years. After completing that task, I, I retired as a manager. I managed the Forest Hills and the Fort Gordon Post Offices when I, when I left. And after that, that was when I really reconnected with the, uh, the work in the community. Uh, what a lot of people don't know about me is that when I was a, uh, a young person, I was trained in the NAACP because I experienced my first walkout when I was in the ninth grade. I've been shot at by the Klan. I've been shot at by uh, Georgia State Patrol. A lot of people don't know that. But that was all a part of, of my upbringing, my youth, because we were out on the front, front line. So after uh, retiring from the Postal Service, because what a lot of people don't understand, when you're connected to a federal entity, uh, there are certain things that you cannot do because you, you're perceived as an agent of that particular organization. So with the US Postal Service, there were certain things that I could not do out public. So I could work behind the scenes. So after uh, completing that task with the US Postal Service, I then uh, connected with uh, our Baptist Ministers Conference where I served as uh, president uh, for a couple of terms. I, I also, uh, I'm also pastor of the Great St. John Baptist Church. I entered the ministry in 1993 and I've been at Great St. John for a little over 25 years. But having served as the president of the uh, Baptist Ministers Conference, also served as president of the Neighborhood Association's Alliance. And then from that, I got in, I became the president of the Augusta Branch NAACP. And from that point, uh, just continuing to, uh, to excel, continuing to give back to the community because that's what it's all about. 
uh, when you have the opportunity to get involved. Most people say, when I retire, uh, I, I don't want to just sit around and be bored. But there's more than enough work out here for everybody to do if we would just get involved. Uh, there's such a, a great need for uh, people to volunteer. Uh, and let me share this with people. A lot of people don't realize it, but in our in the NAACP, there are very few people that get paid. The people get paid are the people who work full-time who are at our headquarters. Uh, but locally and our state level, we do not get paid. It is the love of the work is what we do. And we do it because that's what uh, we're passionate about. Yes, and as you talk about the community work and all of the things that people could get involved in if they were to demonstrate that time and interest. Um, give us an example of something that you all have been able to do since your time being involved with the NAACP that, that you really feel good about. Well, I, I think the thing that really uh, we're really proud of is that when you're able to educate a person, help them to understand, first of all, if a person has, uh, if they are a convicted felon, uh, a lot of people think that you don't, you no longer have the right to vote, but that is, that's wrong. It depends on what, what the nature of it was. A lot of people, once we educate them, help them to understand that after they fulfill all of these commitments uh, that the state has put on them, then they have the right to, uh, go back and regain their right to vote, which is simply going down to the board of, uh, board of election and filling out an application once again. Or if they're talking to us, we always have uh, voter registration forms with us so that they're able to uh, go ahead and participate in the process. I, I think the most proudest thing that, that we're proud of is that increasing uh, the number of people that turn out to vote uh, not only in uh, in the previous election, but the election in, in 2020. Uh, that was 2020 and 2021 when we had the runoff election. That was really, because we, we got out and we encouraged people to become a part of the solution, not always complain about the problem. So uh, just educating people about their rights, helping people to understand that the power is in their hands uh, they, we are the ones that send people down to the municipal building, to Atlanta, to DC, and, and it's up to us to reclaim that, that power that we have. And as you think about some of that political activism, I know some of the nonprofit organizations, like churches, for instance, pastors are not supposed to be endorsing candidates from the pulpit. Can NAACP endorse candidates? We, we do not endorse candidates. Uh, we are a civil rights organization. What we do is we deal with issues. Uh, one of the issues right now that's hot on our plate is the voting rights uh, bill. Uh, the John Lewis voting rights bill, there's, and, and there's another companion bill that deals with voting. Uh, we, we can get out and advocate for those particular type of uh, entities. And you will see us out uh, advocating for that simply because uh, that is a right that people have. And right now in the state of Georgia, uh, they have passed laws to make it difficult for you to uh, cast a vote. 
they are making it, they're going to make it difficult for the votes to be counted and the winner to be determined simply because they are passed laws so that if they don't like what the outcome will be, they have the authority to come in and remove uh, the people that are handling the election and put somebody in there who's going to do what they want them to do. Okay. And as the NAACP takes on this issue, in what form? I know we used to think about NAACP, you know, walking across the Edmund Pettus Bridge in Alabama and, you know, the protest marches and things like that. What, what does the advocacy look like now that it might not have looked like back in the 50s and 60s? Well, the advocacy now is that we have a lot of uh, social media technology, but that's not the only way that people get their information. So uh, part of our plan is that we're going to, uh, we have six roundabouts here in the city of Augusta and some other selected places that we're going to choose is that we're going to be asking different groups who are concerned about the passage of the uh, John Lewis Voting Rights Act and making sure that people are informed is to man these particular roundabouts in the city of Augusta so that we can educate people about what's, uh, what's happening, uh, not only in the state of Georgia, but what's happening nationwide. A lot of people don't understand that. Uh, and Ms. Jackson, you're the one that brought it to my attention when you first came here as a city administrator was that uh, there's approximately between 100 125,000 people that come to the city of Augusta every day to go to work. And our part of, not only are we trying to educate the people who live here in Richmond County, but also touch those people that come here every day. So we're working on our strategy, how we're going to man these, excuse me, how we're going to man these particular roundabouts so that we can help educate people, help them to understand the importance of their vote. And as you talk about getting involved and needing more people um, to get involved, are these the types of things that they could be doing to assist the NAACP? Yes, as a matter of fact, uh, you don't have to be a member of the NAACP to participate. Only thing that we ask you to do is to come and, and to just follow our instructions because sometimes you will encounter someone that is uh, obnoxious, someone who will say something that will cause you to act unkindly and that's not what we do. Uh, we, we try to maintain a degree of discipline in what we do. So uh, we, we encourage any and everyone that's interested, we encourage people who are not here in Richmond County to get organized uh, to uh, invite us in, uh, allow us to help them set up their NAACP. Uh, and I forgot to tell you, I am uh, the district coordinator for District 12, which means part of my responsibility is to reach out to neighboring counties and to help them uh, get organized, uh, provide information to them so that they're equipped to uh, educate the people in their particular county and, and to uh, make sure that everybody's voice is heard. Okay. Oh, as district coordinator, tell me about that. Is that for our congressional district? Yes, congressional district 12. And, and with, from the NAAC perspective, what my responsibility is to, uh, is to help counties who do not have uh, NAACP units, help them 
get coordinated, connect them with our state leadership, who in turn will connect them with our national leadership and uh, walk them through the process, help them get trained, help provide them with information uh, for the task at hand. Okay, all right, very good. So you've got a local role, you have a regional role then in our congressional district. Right. And you still don't get paid. <laughs> you don't, still don't get paid. It, it, it's, right. a, it's, a, it's about passion. It's about uh, one of the greatest, I tell you, and even as a pastor, one of the greatest feelings is that when you see the light come on with people, when when they understand something, when they understand the importance of something, uh, that, that really is worth its weight in gold. There's no amount of money that you can receive that will uh, take that away from you. Okay. All right. Um, in terms of membership, uh, how does one, if they want to get involved, they want to become a member or even want to volunteer, what's the way for them to do that? Well, th th there are two ways that, that you can become a, a member. One way is that you can go to our national website, which is naacp.org, and click on becoming a member. It will ask you, what's your uh, zip code? All you have to key in is 30901, and it will bring up the Augusta, Georgia's uh, attachment. It will ask you, uh, do you want to become a member at large? Do you want to become a member of the Augusta NAACP? Do you want to become a member of our youth council, which is for anyone that's 21 years or younger? And also we have a, a college uh, division, which is uh, Payne College has that also. So if, if you are a part, anyone that's, say if a student is going to Augusta State and they want to become a part of the NAACP, they can become a part of the Payne College NAACP uh, entity. The, the other way that you can, you can become a member is through our local membership where we provide the application uh, for you. And uh, in that process, we will, our secretary will in turn uh, input your information. We, we've moved to the point where we take care of everything online locally. Our uh, youth chapters as well as chapters for college students. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Yes, uh, with our youth chapter, it, it starts primarily around the age of eight, eight years old, up to 21. Uh, and, and we encourage uh, our, uh, our adults to sponsor our young people because the, the cost for a young person for a year is like $10. The cost for an adult is $30 per year. So uh, we want to use those entities uh, to help build our leadership. And, and also with our colleges, uh, it's important for them to understand that when they are attached to, to the NAACP, they also uh, have uh, access to our, in, our national scholarship. But the other most important thing is that a lot of our young people, when they come in uh, to some of our local colleges, they, they think that they have to drive all the way back home to register and vote. So by helping them get organized, having that, that uh, political action chair of that particular uh, unit, educate them that you don't have to do that. You can register locally and you can participate in the local election or you can do absentee uh, voting. 
there's a lot of it or ways that you can uh, maneuver the system because the system is kind of geared to help you when you are not at home to vote in your local election. Okay, all right, very uh -huh. good. And you mentioned college chapters, I think at Payne? Yeah. Yes, at Payne College. Okay, so yeah. if I'm a student at one of the other schools, Medical College of Georgia, Augusta University, uh, can I, what would I do? Would I join Payne's chapter or? You, you, you would, they would basically join uh, Payne College's chapter. Let's talk about some of the activities that you have this year. Um, I think every year MLK weekend, you've been doing a parade, is that right? Yes, uh, th that is sort of like our, our hallmark. Uh, just talked with the chair less than an hour ago of the parade. And because we were uh, with the city on this particular issue, they have asked us to postpone it until uh, in February, and we're looking at February 26th. Once I hear back from uh, our chair, then we will begin to put the pro proper information out. We will change our, our flyers to indicate that. And uh, I, I think that is, is best. We're, we're trying to follow the science. We don't want anyone to get sick uh, because we're, we want to have the parade. And uh, so don't want anybody getting getting hurt, perhaps someone even uh, dying. So we, we're going to uh, follow their recommendation. It's not a cancellation, it is a postponement. We also, uh, I was a hallmark is our MLK banquet. Uh, we are, uh, we've asked our chair of our MLK banquet to push that back to August of this year. Typically in August, there's not a lot of things that's going on. So we're going to uh, have that in August. I think uh, by then we will have the uh, Omicron variants unless they come up with another variant. Uh, it should be under control where we're able to uh, come together and have a safe and a, uh, a great time. All right. And for your banquet, uh, the primary purpose of the banquet is what? The, the, that is our, our biggest fundraiser is designed to help us bear our expenses. We have uh, we have rent that we have to pay. We have uh, PO box. We have internet and cable that we have to pay. Some other things that we have to uh, take care of. And then when we sponsor events here in the city, we need finances to help uh, offset those particular uh, entities. So that is one of our largest uh, fundraisers. And speaking of that, let me just tap into one other thing is that uh, for our young people who may not understand that uh, the, our national NAACP uh, gives about a million dollars in scholarships every year. And, but one of the requirements is that you are a member of the NAACP and they uh, request a, uh, a letter of recommendation from your local president, which means that you can't just come up and say, okay, I want to get the scholarship, but I haven't done anything. You need to be uh, doing something in the community. So when you become a part of the uh, of your college branch or you become a part of our youth council, uh, you need to be active. And, and all those things will be taken into consideration when uh, they are uh, passing out the scholarships. All right. 
Very good. So the organization gives scholarships. You advocate <coughs> for voting rights. Uh, you have uh, parades, celebration. Uh, are there any other types of things? I think lately you all did took part with some other organizations in a candlelight vigil. Yes. Uh, as a matter of fact, in 2020, we took part in the uh, John Lewis candlelight visual last Thursday, uh, January the 6th. We, we took part in a nationwide uh, visual that actually dealt with uh, defending democracy. And we wanted to bring attention to the simple fact that uh, a lot of people said that it was a walk in the park in January of 2021 when there was an attack on our nation's capital. Uh, we want to bring to people's attention that that didn't just happen. It wasn't a spontaneous thing. That people actually planned that. that. There are a group of people in this country that want to control everything. So uh, we're, we're active in that. Uh, there will be uh, some follow-up on that because we, we have not gotten the data as to what the turnout was uh, locally and nationally, but as soon as we get that, we will definitely be willing to share that with you. Okay. All right, very good. Um, as we prepare we got to close out, we've got a couple more minutes. Um, are there any things, any other things that you would like our listeners to know about uh, the Augusta branch of the NAACP or the organization on a national basis in terms of um, just things that people may not understand, may need to know more about. Is there anything else you'd like to share with our listeners? Yes, uh, a lot of people think that the NAACP, number one, people think that it is a social organization. It is not. The NAACP is a civil rights organization. That is what we do. We fight against discrimination, racism, and uh, unfair treatment of, of people, whether you are an inmate or whether you're not an inmate. Uh, when you have been wronged by our justice system, uh, part of our responsibility is to investigate and to find out what went wrong or who, who's responsible. Those are the things that we do. Now we do participate in a lot of social things, but that is not our call. Our call is civil rights and, and that is what we do. Uh, that's our main focus. Okay. Now you mentioned investigation. Do you uh -huh. all do some investigations as well? Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Uh, and, and here's one of the things that, that we have to do, that if someone bring a, a complaint to us, we ask them to, uh, first of all, they have to authorize us to act on their behalf, which means that that gives us the authority to go to uh, whatever agency it is and, and to uh, pose some questions to the powers to be and find out what's going on. And because I often tell people there are, people always say that, well, this is what happened, but I always wanna know both sides and the truth is somewhere in the middle. So, so yes, we, we do uh, do that, that type of work also. Okay. Have there been recently, I'm just curious, recently have there been any opportunities where you all have had to go in and, and start asking questions? Well, we, we, we've got some ongoing uh, situations now that, that we are, we're checking into. Uh, and and we, we deal with facts. We do not deal with hearsay. And a lot of people want to, uh, they want to, they expect the NAACP to be an ambulance chaser. We are not ambulance chasers. Uh, we, we gather the facts, we follow the facts wherever uh, those particular facts go. 
Uh, there are some, <clears throat> some instances that uh, dealt with uh, some individuals and and this is, let me share this with you. One of the things that when I became president, I went and talked to all of the elected officials and people who are not elected and helped them to understand the, the NAACP's uh, position. Our position is, is that uh, we have no permanent enemies, no permanent friends, just permanent issues. So if you, if there's an issue that comes out of your department or out of your agency, we're going to give you the opportunity to set it right. Now, when you fail to do that, then we will address it because we can, there's a lot of uh, issues that we can address uh, that the head has no idea as to what's going on. But once we sit down and we talk with them and they do an investigation, they get back with us and, and the results that they provide to us. And, and in the past, I'll say the past three to four years, uh, ha has been, uh, they, we feel that they've done the right thing, but if they are not doing the right thing, then we bring that to their attention also. Okay. All right. Thank you. I very much remember that phrase and I liked it actually. We don't have any permanent friends. We don't have any permanent enemies. That means that you're going to take the time to evaluate each issue on its own merits That's and it. arrive at a conclusion, which to me right. is the best you could ask for. All right. Thank you so much for being a guest today on Local Matters and sharing with our listeners some important information about the Augusta branch. Um, we wish you the very best. And if there are any upcoming events and things that you have, please, please feel free to let us know. And we'd be more than happy to help you publicize those events. OK, thanks a lot. We'll be doing that. I close with my favorite Bible verse from 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. This show is designed to contribute to each of those, giving you the power that comes with knowledge, demonstrating love for your local community, and offering you wisdom for decision-making so that you possess a sound mind when it comes to these topics. Please tune in next Wednesday at 1.30 p.m. here on WKZK, 1600 AM, 103.7 FM, and WKZK.net, because local matters.